Hello and welcome to the Gambler Betting Podcast. I'm Selected Bet and I'm joined again by your King of Goals, Greg Browning. Hi Greg, how was your night on the Champions League betting tonight? Good evening, a um, bit of a mixed bag tonight. I think the Salzburg-Liverpool match probably killed pretty much every coupon in the country. <laughs> um, the dreaded early kick-off um, curse took place tonight again, so finished 2-0, which is really disappointing. I think most people expected Salzburg to score okay. and obviously give Liverpool a bit of game than they did, so a bit disappointing there. Yeah, but still we've managed to get the Leon-Chelsea double up, which we suggested on the podcast on yesterday. I was, God, it was only yesterday. I was thinking it was two days ago. We seem to be doing podcasts every other day at the moment. Yeah, so that landed at 64, which was good. And I guess we're really unlucky with the over 1.5 goals in all eight games. And I asked you which game would let us down. Yeah. I, I couldn't see one. And unfortunately, it was Ajax, who yeah. absolutely battered Valencia. But I think yeah. Craig sent me through some stats post-match and it was like 15-16 shots in target and about 15 corners so a bit disappointing however we didn't back the total goals market yeah I, seen I tried advising, to encourage people not to back that yeah I seen you advising against backing that tonight and that was a, a pretty good shout would end up with 23 goals 23 goals scored and they were looking for 28 yeah so just a bit, a bit, of a just a bit too high yeah and just looking very briefly ahead to the Wednesday games as well I guess it's likely to be a similar story Probably very similar. I don't think tomorrow's card is as attractive as tonight's card was meant to look. So, yeah, I'll have a look. And I think for some reason they haven't placed it up yet, which is a bit strange. It certainly wasn't available this morning anyway or this afternoon. So keep an eye out. And obviously if anything changes, I'll, I'll post it on the site and on Twitter. OK, so as we always do, we'll have a wee look back at last week's bets and it was another winning nap thanks to Hibs. Yeah, so first of all, a massive, massive thank you to Hibernian and all the fans. <laughs> I think this, is that's getting, the, this, this is getting embarrassing. Now. It is. This is the eighth time of this season I've backed Hibs on the nap and delivered eight winning naps. Wow. So out of them, I think it was five Hibs to score two or more. And I think the last three has been over 2.5 goals in the game. So definitely my most profitable team this year. Your fellow St. Johnson fans must be on the verge of just not talking to you anymore. Most likely, I. <laughs> You'll be getting disowned. Anyway, that aside, that was really good. Um, another successful one in that, 19-20, that will do nicely. Um, we were unfortunately let down by Falkirk, who couldn't get the better of his fife, and we only got one second-half goal at QPR. Yeah, so fine lines. The Falkirk one was really annoying. That was really disappointing, I think. His fife weren't on a great on a form. You're really expecting Falkirk to go there and to win the match. So that was disappointing, and obviously we're, we're a goal short at QPR in the second half. But on to Sunday, uh, it was the finale in the Brazilian top flight. Yeah. And my word, they left it late. The uh, 22nd <laughs> goal was scored, I think, in the 97th minute. So that landed at 4-5, to five, so really glad to get that up. Um, so 2-4, to four, nap one on Saturday. And the Brazilian goals was my nap on Sunday as well. So overall, a profitable weekend. Yeah, Brazilian one just sneaked in, but we did kind of allude to the fact that it was never likely to be loads of goals in Brazil, but that's reflecting the fact that the line's usually a lot smaller than the other lines um, in other leagues. And they were quite fly, Skybet. There was a match involving Cruzeiro, who they removed from the market. So there was 10 matches being played on Sunday night, and they only offered nine. And long and behold, the match they left out, there was five goals in that match. 
I can't believe a bookie would do that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're here to discuss the weekend's football. Um, obviously, we're recording this as early as we can. We always try and do that to try and get the best prices and just looking ahead to some of the bets we've got. I think it's going to be another week of making sure you get on these tips early because these prices look too big at the moment and they're most likely to get shorter before kickoff. No, they, they definitely will. That's a, pretty much a guarantee, especially the ones we're going to speak about now. Um, so, first of all, Aberdeen versus Hamilton. So, Aberdeen, on a really good run recently, um, since they lost to Celtic back at the end of October. I think Celtic beat them, what's it, 4-0? 4-0 up in the first half in that match. Yeah, yeah. Quite a few people kind of calling for Derek McInnes to leave, but obviously he's then gone on a really good run. Four wins and two draws. That last draw being a really good... Um, point at home to Rangers midweek last Wednesday, being 2-0 yeah. down. So the right was in the wall at that point, 2-0 down, you're expecting a Rangers hammering, and they've come back to draw 2 all. So they've gone to Easter Road on Saturday, and they've just been wiped aside by um, Hibs 3-0. I mean, Hibs obviously benefiting from Jack Ross coming in there. I don't think anyone really expected it to be such a convincing win for Hibs. No, not at all. I was expecting a 2-1 someone scoreline. Um, very, very surprised Hibs kept the clean sheet. Mm-hmm. In fact, that's probably the first clean sheet yeah, in 14 games. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But obviously, Hibs an attack, as I've said now for weeks and weeks and weeks, are really impressive. Uh, Camberry's playing well, and obviously Boyle on Saturday was fantastic. So, a really good result for Hibs. But for Aberdeen, though, really, really disappointing. Mm-hmm. Um, not what McInnes is looking for after, obviously, such a good run. So, they're home to Hamilton, and they probably couldn't be at home to a better side at the moment. Um, a worse side. <laughs> a better side than a worse side, yeah. <laughs> Hamilton are really, really struggling now. They are obviously joint bottom of the league with St. Johnson and Hearts, but I think when you look a little bit deeper, um, the problems are probably bigger than how it would appear. Yeah, I mean, they're what, second bottom of the table at the moment, just slightly ahead of uh, St. Johnson, but Saints have got two games in hand on, hand on them. Uh, Hearts are on the same level of points, but Hearts have got a game in hand on them, and obviously Hearts have got the new manager on board as of this week, so it's looking a bit bleak for Hamilton, I think. Yes, Johnson, man for man, have got a better team. Like you said, they've got games in hand. Hearts should improve. Obviously, Daniel Stendel's now being appointed as the manager. Um, I think the jury's out on that appointment. I think when it's taken them six weeks to bring him in, first yeah. of all. And I think Ann Budge promised a, a high-profile manager. So he's certainly not that. I don't think people know much too much about him, to be fair. Nah. It might work out well, but it's just one of those appointments where it seems a bit seems a bit odd. It's got that kind of Paul Heckenbottom feel about it. Yeah, I mean, everybody's been scrambling for Wikipedia trying to find out a wee bit <laughs> about this guy. But, um, you know, there's not really much of a track record there. So it'll be interesting to see how that pans out. And I know, I know we're talking about Aberdeen game at the moment, but you had said to me off air that you were quite keen on Hearts had it not been St Johnson uh, your so own I'll, team that they were up against so it's Christmas Day out on Saturday so um, I'm out with the boys in Edinburgh um, before the game then out in Glasgow with Mr Fixit website after it and your good self um, so hadn't St Johnson done us in the Kilmarnock game last week when they got a surprise and no no draw away to Kilmarnock mm-hmm. and I think two weeks prior to that they also claimed an undeserved um, one-all draw at home to Aberdeen. Yes. So I couldn't possibly tip Hearts to beat us. One, I'm going to be there. And secondly, um, St Johnston have done us now twice. So 
Yeah, it'd be pretty Look, embarrassing as a Saints fan <laughs> if you if you keep tipping them to get beat and they keep getting points. But in yeah, isolation, yeah. though, looking at that game in isolation on its own, Hearts from nineteen to twenty to win that match, which isn't a bad price actually. And you'd expect the old new manager bounce to kick in. It might not. In fact, I hope it doesn't. But um, Hearts are a decent price. I would say nineteen to twenty, but I'm not. I'm not backing it. I'm staying well away. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how we pitch this. This is not a tip in inverted not commas. <laughs> but Hearts actually look really good at 19-20 at home on Saturday. <laughs> anyway, back to the Aberdeen game. So back to Aberdeen. So Aberdeen's record at home this season has been quite impressive. They've only lost one of their eight games, and that was to Celtic. And they're playing a Hamilton side who, in 35 away games, any guesses for how many they've won? Two. Four. Oh. They've, they've won four away games in 35 matches in the last 35 games. So this is Hamilton's sixth consecutive season in the top flight. And I think we spoke off air. They're one of these clubs where I think most people would happily see them go down. It's harsh, but it's probably true. <laughs> harsh, but fair. <laughs> yes. um, but to be fair, Hamilton, they're, they're here in merit. They've managed to stay up the last five seasons. I just think this season, though, they're, they're struggling writings on the wall for me and they will absolutely finish in the bottom two 100% certain about that they'll be in the bottom two come May so betting wise look at the betting angle Aberdeen are two to five which is obviously very very short but they'll be shorter than that come Saturday they'll mm-hmm. probably be one to three or one to four to beat Hamilton so obviously it's Tuesday night we're looking at this way in advance and I guess that's the real benefit of us doing the podcast this early Yeah. so looking at the betting market Aberdeen obviously on its own, very short, but if you throw in Aberdeen to score two goals and to win the match, you get three to four with Coral. So not a massive price, but it's still backable. I think three to four is a very fair price and it won't be that come Saturday. So you can get Aberdeen to win the match and to score two goals at three to four with Coral and that'll be Saturday's nap. Yeah, three to four is probably just on the, the edge of what we like to put out as a single bet, I think. But quite happy to take it on, especially early days. As we've said, that price isn't going to be available come kick-off either, is it? No, definitely not. Not a chance. OK, so our first bet is Aberdeen to win against Hamilton and for Aberdeen to score uh, two or more at Petaudry. OK, moving on. We're moving into League One and a team that we've spoke about quite a lot, actually, um, in the last few weeks is Airdrie, who lost the top-of-the-table clash last weekend, but we're not really going to read too much into that. That was always going to be a tough game for them away to Wraith Rovers, and they can bounce back on Saturday. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how they got on last week. And obviously they got beat one 0 but I'm not sure if they played well or not. But it's always going to be a tough game at Starts Park. Now, prior to that though, Airdrie won their last six games, um, scoring 19 goals, with all six of those games seeing Airdrie score two or more. So I think it's very unfair to look at that match and it's on its own last week. The defeat to um to Ray Throvers. Yeah. Now they're paying Peter Head. Now Peter Head are slowly but surely improving this season. That said though, they're sitting in ninth. They're on nineteen points, they're ten points behind Airdrie. I really don't understand why the bookies have got Airdrie placed up at odds against at twenty one to twenty, and that's with Unibet. Mm-hmm. Um really strange price. So looking at the different markets here, looking at goals, looking at the Airdrie win, um you're currently getting 10 to 11 for Airdrie to score two or more. Now, Airdrie are in pretty good goal-scoring form. Obviously, take last week out of the equation. 
they've scored 19 goals in their last six before then. Yeah, Peterhead have lost heavily quite a few times this season as well, haven't they? Yeah, they've lost four or more goals now on three occasions. And away from home, they, they really struggle. So I think they've lost six of their last seven games in the road. And they're going to a, a team who are one point off the top and are scoring goals for fun. I think Dale Carrick's got six and seven now. So he's here to be his main man at the moment. And he'll be looking to increase that tally. Yeah, I mean, they've been doing well. It's been an impressive season for Airdrie under Ian Murray, who's still a very young manager. And, you know, if he keeps up the forum that Airdrie are in, then he'll be getting touted for jobs elsewhere before long, I would have thought. Yeah, definitely. I think we said at the start of the season, well, I know I did anyway, that I fancied Airdrie to be up there challenging. So Falkirk, obviously, aren't the runaway leaders that we thought they'd be. They're yeah. really struggling this season, as, as, as we know. One interesting start, though, for Saturday's game for Airdrie is in their 12 home games this season, they've only kept one clean sheet, which is a bit of a worry because I think their away form is fantastic. Mm-hmm. They've slowly got their home form sorted out. I think they've won their last two home games, 3-1 and 4-0. So I'm going to stay away from Airdrie to win. I think they are a good bet at 21-20. to 20, But as we know, it's all about goals. So there's two bets I like for this match. So Airdrie to score two or more is 10-11 to 11 with bet 365, which I think is really fair. Yeah. And secondly, given the fact that Airdrie do concede quite a lot of goals at home, they're getting over 2.5 goals at 21 to 25 with our good friends Marathon Bet. Okay. So essentially, just a shade above 5 to 6. Okay. So two goals bets on that one. It's Airdrie to score two or more and or over 2.5 goals uh, in the game between Airdrie and Peterhead. Yep. Good stuff. And... We're going to do something a wee bit different this week. Um, we'd been asked a, a few weeks ago about putting together some kind of accumulator, so we've had a look and picked out an over two and a half gold treble. Yeah, I had a look, look through the games this morning. So I think in terms of accumulator, obviously some people might want a 25 to 1 accumulator, but it's not something I'll be um, doing in the podcast, or, or I'm pretty sure you won't be either. So I think at the moment, I've looked at a treble. Now, Chelsea at home to Bournemouth. Chelsea again tonight, I think, conceded a goal. Yeah. I think it's them, what, 10 goals, 10 games now, like the last 11, where they've conceded. Yes. And it's been both teams to score. Yeah. So they're at home to Bournemouth. Um, probably expect them to concede again. And that's probably a pretty solid candidate for over 2.5 goals. Our good friends, Cove Rangers, who got beat last weekend actually from Edinburgh City. So that wasn't a surprise last week, was it? I think we spoke about that match last week and just said it's probably a, best ma- a match best left alone. Yeah, I mean, Cover are really short-priced uh, home to Stenhouse Muir, is it, they're playing at the weekend. Um, but I did notice that the likes of Megginson and Fraser Fivey were back at the weekend and the report I read, was it Paul Hartley was actually quite pleased with the response he got following the 6-1 defeat the previous week. So that would suggest to me that although they get beat last week, they maybe didn't fare too badly. Um, and obviously they're back on home turf uh, at the weekend, so I would expect them to rack up a few goals again, get back on track. Yeah, it's probably a really good time to back Cove, actually, hmm. uh, given the recent results. So obviously they've lost two games in the spin for the first time this season. Um, Edinburgh City obviously closed the gap at the top, but their home record has been phenomenal. I think they've won every home game. Um, all but one have got over 2.5 goals, so they should rack up a comfortable kind of 3-0, 4-0 win, I would say, against any. And finally, um, to try and bump the price up a little bit, I had a good look through the Scottish matches and Dungeon United travel to Arbroath. That's currently priced up at even money. 
I think we spoke about pre-podcast, Dundee United have now been paid out, certainly by Bet365. Yeah, on winning the week, that is just to clarify, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, not yes. winning the Saturday. <laughs> that would be good. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think, is it Bet365 got some kind of early payout offer on the go? Um, I'm not sure how many points it is, maybe 10, something like that. Um, so if you back to them pre, pre-season, um, just check your account in case it's already been paid out. Yeah, I've got a nice green tick beside um, beside United in my in my uh, ant post. So good. Like like green ticks. So the price on their both game feed under United over two and a half itself is even money. Yeah, which I think it's a really good price actually. Arbroath score pretty much in most of their home games. Dungeon United, um, as we know, are kind of goal scoring machines. Shanklin's back in form again. He's scoring yeah. goals again. You were telling well, me. That, it, well, I say again. I think he went a match with scoring. <laughs> <laughs> you were telling me your dad was at the Dundee United game last week and they absolutely battered Alloa. Yeah, it was a two-one hammering. I think um, United should have been about four or five goals up in the first half hour. Mm-hmm. Um, I checked the stats at half time and I think they scored right on half time to make it one-all. But at that point, it was eleven 0 on corners to Dundee United, so they won two-one. But it really should have been a lot more. So the treble is over two and a half goals at. Chelsea v yep. Bournemouth, Cove Rangers v Stenhouse Muir, and are both v Dundee United. And that pays three to one with Marathon Bet. Pays three to one at Marathon Bet. Now, before we move on, that's our, well, that's our bets for the weekend. I just want a shout out to the boys that I was out with last Saturday. We put on a, an eightfold accumulator. Eight of us each picked an individual team. We cashed out two hundred and fifty-three pound on a bet that would have eventually paid. 2,800 had we let it run. Don't get me wrong, we were grateful for the 253 pound going into the kitty for Saturday night, but we were absolutely gutted. <laughs> and it's just the perils of a of a cash out offer on a Saturday night. Very, 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 very bad cash out. Ah, oh, it was devastating. So if anyone else has got any other tales of woe out there, <laughs> uh, the gardener cash outs, please email us to make me feel just that wee bit better just email us at hello at gambler.co.uk if you have any let's call it unlucky lines of the week let us know there's been some horrendous ones on on twitter every week you see people cashing out for a pound and it would have paid three or four grand i've seen some for more than that it's really difficult i think if you're doing it you kind of need to you almost need to make a decision before you've even placed a bet and say right if this gets to x amount then i'm happy to cash out other than that then just let it run um, and I know you can do partial cash outs and stuff like that, but pff, that just gets far too complicated at half past four on a Saturday afternoon after <laughs> a few beers in the pub. So, yeah, let's hear if there's any, any worse cash outs than the one we managed at the weekend. Um, okay, so that's our tips for the weekend. Can you just recap all our bets then, please? Yeah, so on Saturday, Aberdeen at home to Hamilton and taking Aberdeen to win that match and it scored two goals. That's three to four with Coral. And that'll be Saturday's nap. And moving into League One in Scotland, we've got Airdrie's home match to Peterhead. And we're taking Airdrie to score two or more at 10 to 11 with Bet365. And over 2.5 goals also in that game at 21 to 25 with Marathon Bet. And finally, our first treble of the season, uh, over 2.5 goals treble. So we're taking over 2.5 goals at Cove versus Stenhouse Muir. Chelsea versus Bournemouth and Ardrose at home to Dungeon United. And that pays 3-1 with Marathon Bet. 
Excellent. So <clears throat> I just want to add a wee shout out to my pal Jamie, who I was out with last Saturday, and uh, he was part of that horrendous cash out. Who actually got his own lineup. Um, he got, I think it was an eightfold over two and a half goals, and that paid a nice wee sum for him. So well done to Jamie. So that's us <clears throat> for the week. Excuse me. Um, I'll be back on Friday as ever with the voice of value as we look at the live races on. Saturday on ITV. Greg and I will be back next week with some more tips for the weekend. Before we go, just a wee reminder that you can now subscribe to the podcast on the Google Podcast app. <clears throat> just search for Gambler and you'll find us there. As ever, I always remind you that we're also on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, etc. So just have a wee look for us, whatever podcasting platform that you use. And if we're not on there, Again, drop us an email at hello at gambler.co.uk and we'll do our best to get it on any particular platform. <clears throat> I've already suggested just drop us an email at hello at gambler.co.uk if you have any suggestions or any feedback for the podcast. We'd love to hear from you. And you can, of course, follow us on Twitter at Gambler Tips and you can follow Greg on Twitter at Browning84. Greg. So that's us for this week. Remember, if you like any of the tips, then make sure you get on them early. Um, hope you have a, a profitable weekend and thanks to Greg for joining us again. Thank you. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs>